This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty. <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty. <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for a bigger job, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and... Toby Harris. Oh, we're on holiday, Toby. We are, but Damo... The sun is not shining. <laughs> it is raining. Can I just say, um, Brilliant. the Tobinator is well known for not wearing trousers. Even in the depths of winter, no trousers being worn. But today, you've turned up with trousers. It's not because it's necessarily I cold. I think you're, you're finally becoming English. Finally. Well, maybe we'll get to that and a bit later. And this is the last podcast we're ever going to do together. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, what's with the trousers? You woke up this morning. All my shorts are in the wash. <laughs> <laughs> what, the one pair? <laughs> oh, okay. I've got two, right? The third Rotate. A, the third pair is a hole in the crotch. Oi, oi. Savaloi. In your case, Chipolata. <laughs> oh. So sorry. Every week I listen to the podcast back and think, how immature we sound. Next week... There'll be none of this stuff in there. None of it. I mean, we haven't even got into the podcast yet. Oh, just get on it's with always it. Always eh? resorting back to <laughs> filth. Uh, now it's time for our messages from our supporters. Yes. Yeah. Hello, you, fellas. Ooh. Long time listener, first time emailer. I do like a first time oh, emailer. Yeah, but the only problem is once you've emailed, you're no, no longer first. No. So, but look, then they Josh, never email again. No, so. no, Josh. What you need to do now. Is long time listener, second time emailer, <laughs> third time emailer, Razzle Dazzle, fifty second, fifty second. Um, God, you've been a bit kind to him there. No, okay, move on. Right. Anyway, um, my question to you both is: What more do you think the AB selectors need to see from Roger Tuivasa-Sheck? to make him a contender for the 12th spot? Or do you think he's already a contender or in contention? What do you think? I think he's already in contention. 
just I, because I, of his name. Uh, well, I think he's played pretty well he as has. well. Yeah, you're right. And the last couple of games for the Blues, he's been exceptional. I think he's already in contention. In fact, I'm going to roll it, roll it out there and say he will start for the ABs at 12 in the first test match against Ireland. Well, Josh goes on to say, I'm thinking that if you're planning to play Bodie at tw- uh, 10 and Rico at 13, does it not make sense to stick RTS in at 12, given that they've already been playing as a trio for the Blues? Yes, it makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense, you're right, but then we don't have... A lot of common sense that c- kicks in. Correct. Do you know that the interesting thing here is I was listening to a number of podcasts like I do every week and the first time people are talking about, oh, maybe we need a big ball carrier at 12. Oh, wow. We've been talking about it for <laughs> ages. That's all I go on Yeah, about. exactly. That and, and, and let the referees make the decisions. That's yeah. all I talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sick of it. Oh, well, so but do you think? Just do you think it. he's a contender? Or you're, oh, yeah, you're no. literally just said that I, he's going to start. I think he's going to start because they don't really have a big ball carrying twelve. Um, the the only big Chiefs, ball carrying twelve Chiefs, we've got is there's a, there isn't Lamape is the only one. Yeah, or, or, or you could you um, could list Fainuku, or but he's not twelve. He's not no, playing he's at not thirteen, playing. is he? Exactly. So, um, what's the lad? Um, Quinton Tapia. Quinton Tapia. Yeah. He he's probably our biggest ball carrying twelve at the moment. Yeah, but he's not. He's, he's not, not big. He's not that big either. No. No. So I think they're going to go with RTS. I think yeah. they're going to go with this quick feet. Uh, he does carry the ball pretty well. Yeah. He makes the gain line every time. He makes the gain line. He gets, yeah. he distributes the ball well. Yeah. So I, re- I think. I mean, they're a they're a good trio. To be fair to them, he he's not my. If you're going to do that, I think you need two big wingers though. So I uh, my prediction is that you're going to see on both wings maybe Caleb Clark and Leicester Fainuku or something. Who would you have at 15 then? Well, unfortunately... It's Geordie Barrett, isn't it? And unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, very, very unfortunately, <laughs> you need a kicker, don't you? Now, I think Bodie could kick, but he's just still not kicking. And every time he does kick, he kicks really well. But, you know, unless he's going to kick for the Blues he's on a regular basis. He's not Wow, I just go back. Isn't consistent enough? I just go back. Like he hasn't been kicking consistently, consistently. week in week out. Yeah, I I just go back to this. He's an incredibly skillful person. Yes. So (laughs) surely that that doesn't that doesn't stop that doesn't stop on the tee. No. You know know what I mean? Like it just needs. He just needs half an hour after each session. Go kicking, Bodie. Go kicking, Bodie. Anyway, yeah. So I think he, I think he already is in contention. In fact, I think he's going to start at at uh, twelve. Is he the answer? Is the bigger question, and I don't think he's the answer. No, he's not the answer. No, he's not the answer. Uh, now, the Razzler Dazzler, sir. Yeah, he sent a, uh, he sent in another thes- thesis. Yeah, I think they're calling this one. What do they call the um in the Bible? In the, there's the there's testimonial <laughs> testaments. <laughs> Um, anyway, he's, he's written another Bible here, but uh, they're very, very good. I mean, he, he has some great insights. So the first thing that he's mentioning is that America, right? Yes. Taking the World Cup to America. And he's he's basically saying, if the Americans do anything really, really well, it's throwing a party. Yep. And okay. they advertise the living daylights out of these types of things. So if they win the World Cup, you can be assured 
that the game will grow. They will do everything. Well, they're never going to win the World Cup, are they? No. If they host the World Cup, you mean? If Sorry, if they host the World Cup, yeah. you can be assured that they will advertise it to the cows come home. They will do everything. They'll get big teams over there to play. There'll be There's a lot of money in America, obviously. They'll yeah. pump a whole load of money into it. So he's saying, yes, America, it would grow. The other thing he's saying is, you know, he agrees with us. New Zealand's pretty much done. They they don't have the infrastructure, whereas Australia does. And I think the big difference is it's the MCG, isn't it? Well, he, he's, he's gone on to sort of give some numbers yeah. with some of the... Um, the stadiums. Yep. So we've got, uh, well, I'll just rattle through numbers. They've mm. got stadiums that are 110, 53, 60, 55, 55, 30, brand new, 30, brand new, 85. 85, yeah. And some iconic. 48. And some iconic oh, ones as well. MCG? Yeah. Nothing more iconic than the MCG, is no. there? 110,000 people. The SCG, not too far behind it, really. Let's be no. honest. And, you know, it's like you know, Amy Park in itself. You know, it's a beautiful stadium as well. You know, I don't think he's even got that on the list. No, I'm not sure it is there. So, but then he goes on to say he loves the idea of Argentina. It's hosting. just not going to happen. It should happen, though. It's just not Why? Gonna. Why would it not happen? Infrastructure. No, they, they must have. They, football, football's huge over there. They can just use the football stadiums. Yeah, but where are people going to stay? Is it safe? Is it dangerous? Oh, you're always a party pooper. Aren't you? <laughs> if there's anything I know about Toby, <laughs> he's a negative Nelly. Nancy. <laughs> My name is Nancy. <laughs> yeah, but thank you, Razzle Dazzler, for your insights. He's actually got a very, very good... Very good listeners' question yes, later on the show. I have, I have read uh, that. So thank you very much. But one thing I did notice here, sir, is we didn't hear, we haven't heard much from the Razzle Dazzler recently. No, but I know why. Yes, I know why too. You've overtaken him. I've overtaken him. That's right. And now he's had one good week. <laughs> one good week of Super One Brew. good week of Super <laughs> And his confidence is through the roof. He's like, I can't email on at the moment because I'm performing shockingly on the Super Brew. <laughs> oh, I've had a good week. Send. <laughs> he's banked them all up, ready to go. <laughs> come on. Come on. Right. Thank you, the Razzler, the Dazzler, as always. Right, it's time for the Super Brew. Do you want to start us off, sir? Swano. Six what a week. Out in front. <laughs> no one got a grand slam. I think we both said we couldn't pick apples from trees no. over the weekend because nah. there were some great results for certain teams. There was, yeah. Razzler Dazzler's up there. American the Blues. Yep. Jed. I like how you've just brushed over the Razzler the Dazzler. Yeah, well, we've we've talked about them too much yep. now. Jaybird007 shouldn't even be here. <laughs> Winter Milan. Now, I actually got a message from Winter Milan. Yeah, is he... Is he, is he Dusting off his mantle shelf, ready for the trophy. He's he is, and I'll I'll tell you what he is. Now here we go. I'm just going to bring it up. He is the number one in the UK. Is he really? <laughs> yes. That's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> How cool is that? He's number one in all of his. Oh, uh, glo- globally, he's 195th. That's rubbish. But yeah, UK's first over Insight, so I think that's something from work. He's first. Super Rugby, he's first. Doing well, that big fella. Not bad. So he's up there as well. Weslow, four. Tommy Guns. Now, who's at the bottom? 
At the bottom, there's um, Joe Zimbo. Yeah. But I think Joe might be new. One point. Scrum Doctor, two points. Yeah. And the original Damo. <laughs> the OG. Ben Affleck as well. He's down there. He is. And guess what that means? On the big leaderboard, we've got Winter Milan in first place. Jed, but he's very, only first, very, yeah. very close behind. But then there's a gap. Scrum Doctor, and then there's Ben Affleck, closely followed, sniffing at his tail by me. You want to go over the bottom four, sir? Bottom four, Coley Poley. Ah, oh, good to see you back in the home. <laughs> <laughs> Kiwi Dave, Big Ash. And Neville 777. Then there's a bit of a gap, actually. Again, I am... Yeah, you're not even there, mate. I'm not even in the picture. You're somewhere in... No man's land. The black hole that is not the top, not the bottom. The abyss. Mate, it's time for breaking news. Proudly sponsored by Super No, no, no. Soup supported, mate. They don't give us any money. They'd be too kind. In fact, I went on their website the so other day. So did I. They and they changed a lot of stuff. <laughs> they didn't even have us there. So they're not actually supporting us at all. No. I am going to send him an email and say, what is happening? Hey, what about that? Um, yeah. What about that yeah. vitamin group? Yeah, I need to, we need to do that. I've seen you through the details. Why do, why do I? We're gonna, it's going to be kindly supported by, Well, I can't remember the name, <laughs> surely. Proudly supported by Toby and Damo. Anyway, if you wanted to, uh, what can Super Rugby XP oh, yeah. help you with? Well, they were. Um, I, I went on to them, and it was all about holidays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then up the top of the like the banner, it's mm. still got the sharks. Yeah, village. Eh? The lions. Village. Sunwolves. <laughs> it is village. Like, come on, fellas. Anyway, your first story. Yes, sir. sorry. First story, a tremendous honour. Holly Davidson. <gasps> yeah, I saw this, yeah. hey. Yeah, she's doing a tier Set one to game. make Tier one history. game. Tier one game, eh? Tier one game. No. So referee. Yeah. No, no, tier one team. Tier one team. Holly Davidson is set to make history next month when she referees Italians v. the Portuguese. Yes. So this is the first time a female referee has been involved in a Six Nations team. Okay. Very good. So, tier one. I, I hate to mention this, but she's actually not too bad looking <laughs> as well. Uh, she's Scottish. Ah, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> so, previously, she has done Malta Cyprus. She's done... Uh, oh, she's done Canada, Belgium, and Halifax. Jeepers. Okay, so she's done a few... But she's doing Portugal, Italy. Why I think it's really weird is is why don't why isn't she doing the Premiership rugby? I don't know because you know if you're doing internationals, surely you should be at the top of your. Ah, oh, I suppose she's Scottish, so she, maybe she is doing the she might United doing, Rugby Championship. Yeah, so maybe also she that that game is going to be officiated by all females. They'll so get touches. it right then, mate. They'll get it right. They won't. They listen. They will N- though. Nothing will go wrong. No, nope. nothing, and even if it is wrong, it, it no, it'll they'll be right. <laughs> but can I just say that um, I read the other day as well that uh, the women's World Cup is going to be officiated by all female. That's brilliant. As so, well. there's, so there's going to be no male referees. 
do you know what? What I would say is the male referees need to up their game because, and I'm not saying this um, because of what we just mentioned, but every time I do see a female referee referee again, I think they do a great job. They do a fantastic job. And often I'm seeing, especially New Zealand referees at the moment, just doing, I mean, even I'm starting to think they're biased. But can I just say, um, and I'll touch base on it a bit more later on, what caught your eye is the Hurricanes game. Yes. At the very end, the referee called a knock on and it wasn't, wasn't a, a knock, knock on. on. Yeah. And he called that. the end of the game. He did. And he got that wrong. And, and that, that could, would, that could have lost them. Well, it did lose them. Well, it, no, well, no, it no. could have done though. Well, could I have, mean, it did lose them the game, but it could have been a penalty later on, could have kicked it or it could have been a try, you know, because they were down by four, weren't they? I think down by four or five. So yeah, right. Okay. I mean, so they and, need and to they score. Were pretty, they were pretty close to the That's line. That's what I mean. You know, like yeah. And they were on the front foot and everything like that. So I just they yeah, Jamie Booth was not a happy man. No, he was not a happy man. Mate, my first story. Nothing is impossible. Waratahs keen to add Chiefs to the Kiwi hit list. Now this is really lazy reporting. Because what happened was, uh, uh, you know, reporters asked, so what do you reckon of the Chiefs in the uh, quarters? Do you reckon that the Waratahs play, I think it was the fly-off. Um, so he's just blowing it up, hasn't well, he? You know, the, the fly-off's gone and said, oh, well, you know, nothing's impossible. We, we want to take on the... T- what else do you think they're going to say? But my question to you is, sir, what do you think? The Waratahs are massive improvers this year. Oh, 100%. The Chiefs are on the decline a little bit. Do you reckon They're, there's a chance that the Waratahs can take the Chiefs down, Chiefs at home? No. I think they can. I think anyone can. But I just think the Chiefs will do enough. I think I, I don't think they've declined. I think they've plateaued. Okay. And you just think on, on these finals And I think 40. almost everyone else has slowly sort of gone up into the season Players are clicking with each other. This, I mean, they are getting tired, but I still think there's been and there's no, hasn't been as many games, so they're still working well together. And I just think that the Chiefs have sort of uh, yeah, I just mean, gone along m- a straight line. My take on this is Chiefs at home, Boratars will struggle with the Chiefs at home. I think if this was played in Australia. It might be slightly different, but I think that this also will depends be, what the weather's like. It does, and I think also, you know, the 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 Waratahs are kind of. I don't. I don't care what anyone says. They've had a great season. Whether they win or lose, it's still a great season. Yep. Whereas for the Chiefs, they they all feel like unless they win the comp, it's not been a good season for them, or at yep. least make the final. So I just think there's two different two different takes on this weekend's match for them. When push really comes to shove, yeah. the Chiefs will have slightly more motivation than the Waratahs. I agree. I agree. And again, they'll have the home supporters. They will. My next one. <clears throat> A little bit of an uppercut for us. Now, this is Fozzy. Oh, Your God. mate, Fozzy. Oh. Okay. My mate, Fozzy. Your mate, Fozzy. And he's just sort of talking about what New Zealand need to improve on. Oh, what's the uppercut part? Well, you might as well just say shooting yourself in the foot, Fozzie. And you're doing the shooting, mate. Don't blame anyone else. 
No, he's, I don't oh, think he is think, blaming anyone else. I think else. it's a really good idea to have the South African teams. In the, oh, no, they've got now. Oh, didn't see that one coming. So. You're the bl- blimmin' all black coach. He's he's talking about two points. Right. And in the past, the all blacks have been the front runners for this. Yes. And he's just sort of saying that we've lost a little bit of that. What is that? Now that is speed. So the first one is speed. Oh, he's full of absolute rubbish. So speed around the park. Do you know what? I'm, I'm actually do I'm genuinely getting cross with the man. Now the other one is skill level. Oh my goodness. Okay, so skill he level. He is full so. of absolute <laughs> dribble. But you know what? You know what? I agree with you. He is full of dribble, but I know where he's coming from. Nah, do you know I what, can do see you, where he's coming from. Do you know what his now, problem just is? Listen, do you just know li- what his no, problem you're not, is? You're not listening do to me. Do you know what his problem is? You're going to tell me afterwards. All oh, right. Okay. But the his thing problem. No. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is. Spit it out. For you. <laughs> no. Now, maybe five or six years ago, 2015 World Cup. Yeah. Let's go there. We were the fittest team. We were the most skillful team. Yeah. Yeah. 2019, we dropped off a cliff. We were not the fittest team. We were not the skillfulest team. I think you're so wrong. So I can I can see where he's coming from. But I, I just think I think you're absolutely wrong. And I t- tell you the reason why I think you're wrong is because Fozzie knows nothing <laughs> about anything. And you know what it is? The innovation. That's where New Zealand are lacking. They've been. They are now following for years and years and years. Under a different coaching regime, now I, tell I would you what. say they innovated and they set the standard yes, for the rest I, of the world I to totally follow. Agree. They're I not totally doing agree. that anymore. That's their problem. And guess why that is? It's because a lot of our good coaches are coaching overseas, and we've got Fozzie. Well, the thing is, is that I agree with his two points here, but then I agree with you. We were the front runners, speed, skill. And innovation, scoring off first, second phase. Yes. That's what we were really good at. Yes. But now we want to score off, oh, let's see if we can get to 100 phases and make a world record. (laughs) Right, that's not how the game should be played. That's boring. (laughs) We're turning into England. (laughs) Boring draw. I'm going to keep it in the forge and put it up my shirt. Do you know what? As I say, you're right, fuzzy. What's the key to a quick line defense, Fozzie? Oh, two pivots. Two pivots. I need a pivot there and a pivot there. I need bloody pivots it's everywhere. Like that, that Friends episode where Ross and Chandler or Ross and someone are, are moving a sofa up some stairs yeah. and all these guys, pivot, pivot, <laughs> he's pivot. Like, he's like the it key. must be him at training. <laughs> Come on, where's our pivot? <laughs> Honestly. It's <laughs> such a good, that is such a Good episode. <laughs> but, you know, seriously, he's like, oh, I need I need a pivot at 10. I need a pivot at 15. I reckon if you ask him now, what's the, what's the key? A pivot at 10, pivot at 12, <laughs> pivot at 15. Might as well have a one out on the wing as well. Get them all pivoting. <laughs> It'll Who needs a-, a number seven? Give him a pivot. Roll. <laughs> oh. But they, that's the thing. The front row are being pivots sometimes, aren't they? Oh, they never oh first receiver out the back door. <laughs> it's not predictable, is it? <laughs> Jeepers creepers. <laughs> right, uh, over to you, bud. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry we're continuing with the fuzzy bashing. <laughs> it's, it, has, it hasn't excited me. 
<laughs> Are we doing another one on Fozzie? <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is like Geordie Barrett. It hasn't excited me. The All Blacks boss, Ian Foster. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand's midfield options. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah. Um, he's not I, a pivot. <laughs> it's like, oh, what we really need is a is a what we really need is a La Mape. <laughs> yeah. Where, where oh, is no he? Way. Where is he? He's earning big cash in France. <laughs> Why has he done that? Because I didn't play him for three years. <laughs> oh bugger! <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot! He's such an idiot. I'm sorry. If I meet him here, if he was sitting across from me. Do you not like him? I know. <laughs> I, I think he's probably a great bloke. Obviously, he's a great bloke because he's made his way all the way to the All Blacks. So he must he must be doing something right. He must right. be the gift of the air. A bit like Owen Farrell. He's a great guy, apparently. <laughs> I wouldn't say Owen Farrell's got the gift of the gab. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a gab. <laughs> Mate, yeah. now I've got one more story because I just had to put it in. He produces no. the goods. X All Black shock pick for Super Rugby Pacific. No. MVP. And we are talking about... I can't even remember his name. <laughs> Luke Romano. Oh, Romano. Now, question for you. How old is Luke Romano? Is he 37? 36. 36. He's actually younger than I thought, but... What a great shout. He's gone to the Blues, and Blues have played great. He played amazing on the weekend. He's a leader. He's just a solid player. The you know, and the Blues have him. actually done a really good job with him. Great job. They started him. That was That is the biggest thing they did with, <laughs> with him, was they yeah. actually said, no, we don't want you coming off the bench, eating pies and coming off the bench. Yeah, we need you. We, we want you to start. And I think for him that was like, oh, crikey. You know, they want me to start. I better get myself fit. A wake-up call kind of thing, because the Crusaders just sort of brought him on for 10, 15 minutes, didn't they, at the end of the game? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, good on him. Yeah. And a good shout, because I think he has been exceptional, and it's hurt me. Now, if he goes and wins Super Rugby title against the Crusaders in the final, then I might not ever forgive him. But I think what a great, great guy. What a servant to to Canterbury rugby. And, you know, he only moved to, to the Blues because he was let go by Canterbury. Yeah. So, fair play to him. It'd be, it would be quite funny if he got MVP the year after he moved. Yeah, yeah, and they win the whole comp. Yes. Right, mate, it's time for the and results. Scores the winning try. Time for the results. Do you want to do the Super Rugby results? Yes, I'll do the Super Rugby. Now, the Highlanders let me down. Brumbies let me down. Hurricanes let me down. <sighs> I think one I think person <laughs> picked the rebels. Or Swano, Swano picked the rebels, and Swano picked the force. He wow. got two games right. What? I oh, know. I think he got three because the Crusaders. But so he he picked, he picked the two outrageous yes. results, and then only got sure. one of the others right. I'm pretty sure. I need to check it because wow. I could be very are you, wrong. Are you going to go through these results or not? Yeah, people I, are I waiting, mate. So um, on the edge of their seats, the Chiefs. Fiji Jura shocked me. Yeah, great game. Great game. We're going to go over that in a minute. Shocked me. Um, so that was 34-35. Yeah. Oh, we're not going through them all, are we? No, we're not. Yeah. Moana Pacifica shocked me. Yes. So those two teams had absolute blinders. Yeah. So well done to them. The other one that was interesting was the Blues. Yes. Waratahs. Well, the the, didn't, the Blues played like a second string side. Dropped goal still, to win. And still won. Which is pretty win. impressive. Mate, uh, the standings, uh, Blues at top, Crusaders second, Chiefs third, Brumbies fourth, 
Hurricanes, Waratahs, and Reds and Highlanders. Okay, so here, here we go. Yes. Right. Here we go. This is what Swano got. So we got the Crusaders. Got that right. <clears throat> he picked Fiji Jura to win. Oh, it's not a bad shout. Not a bad shout. Brumbies to win. Waratahs to win. Western Force to win. Got it right. Rebels mm. to win. Got it right. Ridiculous. Yeah, good man. Good man. What that means is the Highlanders play the Blues. Yes. Crusaders play the Reds. Waratahs play the Chiefs. And the Brumbies play the Hurricanes. It's going to be very interesting. Well, let's go through it. Blues, Highlanders. Oh, yes, Blues. Yeah. Got to be the Blues. Crusaders, Reds. Got to be the Crusaders. Chiefs, Waratahs. I think that's a tough one, but I'm going to go Chiefs. Hurricanes, Brumbies. I think Brumbies will win. It'd be ter- Do you know what? It'd be genuinely terrible if no Australian team gets through. If more than one gets through, that would be genuinely terrible. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, mate, there was a big final, wasn't there? There was, yeah. The Heineken Cup. Yeah. I don't even think it's called that anymore. But anyway, Champions Cup or whatever. Yes. Yeah, um, like Leinster went down to La Rochelle. Yes, they did. <clears throat> now, this made me think, you know, for a long time, we've thought, could the winner of Super Rugby beat the winner of the Heineken Cup and for years we've thought yes it would be a, it would be a non-match and recently we've been thinking mm, I wonder if they could I wonder if they couldn't you know it's, it's becoming tougher 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 I think the Blues all the Crusaders would walk over La Rochelle I totally agree they would walk over now would they walk over Leinster I'm not, not 100% convinced just shows how well La Rochelle did on the weekend they won that 24-21 uh, to 21. So really, really impressive. It was actually a pretty good game as well. It wasn't, wasn't they won it at the death, didn't they? Won it late at the try, death, yeah. And good on them. Yep, I totally agree. But them. that just also 11, just backs up eleven Irish players. That that eleven yeah. of them are in the starting Ireland team. Pretty much, they are the Ireland team, yes. aren't they? Yeah. But also, that just shows you how well French rugby is actually doing. Now, I yeah. know that a lot of the the French teams have overseas players, but it just shows you what the coaching's like in France at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And it also shows you the complement of the French players in those teams. Yeah. And also, La Rochelle is not a big place. No, I've been <coughs> before. Oh, have you? I've been to La Rochelle so, before. I've never. I've only been to it's go nice. to one particular place. But, um, yeah. Now, so that's really interesting as well. That's a bit like, let's say, the Highlanders winning. So I think it's smaller than the Highlands, yeah, like, yeah, city wise. Right. Yeah, 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 it would be. I'm just spitballing here, mate. <clears throat> yeah, real good, mate. What caught your eye over the weekend? So I just want to go back to that mistake. Yes, that knock on the knock on. It it it. I mean, it was the end of the game, but we know that Super Rugby and New Zealand teams can score in the 82nd, 84th, 85th minute. What about the 86th? Can't no, they score can't in that, that. one? No. <coughs> Didn't think so, actually. But it, you know, it, it was it. Came off a foot or didn't it went backwards? Yeah. And he called it a knock-on. It did make the rest of the weekend a bit more interesting, though, because if the Rebels had have beaten the Highlanders by more than seven, yes. then the force, force would have gone through. Yes. So... And then obviously the, the the Highlanders were down. Yes. So it was close. And then towards the end of the game, like they could have played on and tried to, to kick or whatever, well, and they I, didn't. I woke up early 
and I looked at my phone and the Highlanders were three points ahead maybe. Yeah. Or four points or something. And I was like, oh, yes, okay, I got this one right. Yeah. And then I looked at my phone again and yeah, I was absolutely. like, what? It was dreadful. One going. point. I'm going to go over that for me. Oh. Uh, my first one, mate, going to Perth or going to Fiji, tough, eh? Like, yeah. Just showed tough. on the weekend. Fiji, though. I um, Justin Marshall on another podcast, he mentioned <clears throat> where would he rather play? Would he rather play in Alice Park in South Africa or would he rather play uh, at, I think, Suva or whatever in Fiji, right? right? And he was like, you trust me, you do not want to play in Fiji. The crowds are just Wild. something else. Yeah, I bet. And there's nowhere, like, it, it, it sounds really, there's nowhere really to sort of get into... There's nowhere to practice or whatever. Yeah. You know, the facilities aren't there. So you kind of go there. The flight's a bit of a nightmare, all those types of things. You get there and then you just greeted with the sea of Fijian support. Like Hostility. <laughs> you know, and he just said it's just really, really tough. Yeah. So actually, then you think of Perth. A long it's way tough away. to get to. Yeah. You know, you can see why teams struggle. But what was good to see is, when a team needs to win versus pride, <clears throat> we saw on the weekend, you know, Fiji really wanted that win. Yes. Chiefs didn't need the win. No. And Fiji turned up. And then obviously the force needed to win to give themselves a chance of making. And they did. And they did. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, the only thing I would say about Wellington was really good strike. We talk about we talk about innovation off first phase. They are the best team in, in New Zealand at the moment from first phase innovation. Yes. Brilliant. And Morpy at fullback is one to watch. He's He's been good. Really and do good. And you know, it, it, <clears throat> do you know how long he's been in the team for? No. No, neither do I. But I think this season is with, his first with, season of playing. With Geordie sort of being out of that spot, yeah. it creates holes, doesn't it, for people to fill. Yeah. You know, if you think about Stephen Perifetta. At yeah, 15, at the, yeah, yeah. You know, Geordie Barrett has now moved into the ten role, and he's doing a really good job. But then that's opened up space for Perifeta. Do you mean twelve spot, not ten spot? Geordie no, Barrett, Barrett, Bowden Barrett. Yes, yes, Bowden Barrett. Sorry, yeah, got you. You know, so he's 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 filled that spot where he should yeah. be playing. But then that's created space elsewhere. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you see that with <laughs> like uh, you know Wellington. Geordie Barrett's at the back. He moves into twelve. That frees up more. More becomes in and does a brilliant job. Exactly right. Exactly. But then you know, and this is where I want to see Havili go away. I don't like Havili. Oh, this don't is like one of him. my points. Eh? So then I, I think this is half the reason why Crusaders are not playing well because David Havili, David Havili. But then you've also got Eeyore. No, 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 Donkey Eeyore no, no, no. at thirteen Listen, as don't, well. Don't disrespect. So I want. I want. Leicester Fainuku to be in that 13 spot yeah. all the time. So do I, mate. It's not it's just not going to happen. All the time. What I'd say about David Harvilli, right, is David Harvilli's looking and he's and he's probably pretty sad because, like, last year he had a great season at 12. He had been playing at 15. He's moved to 12. He's finally got his all-black dream. He was rubbish right. for the All Blacks. He wasn't rubbish. He wasn't rubbish he for the was All Blacks. He was rubbish for the All very, Blacks. No, he, trust me. I watched every game. I'm a big fan. <laughs> and he was. Re- Are you really? He, he is really good, right? He was really good. The problem now is, is that he hasn't really played that well this season. No. But part of that, I think, is because everyone's talking about Roger. 
Everyone's now talking about Geordie. You've got Quintapaya. You've had all these, these people, and he's, and he's now gone down the rank. So he, so and he he's, cracks it, under pressure. No, he's overplaying. <clears throat> he's overplaying his hand to try and put his hand up and say, look, pick me, pick me. So he's overthinking. He's overthinking it. Yeah, absolutely. Where so he's it, cracking under pressure, like I said. <laughs> but it's, it must be tough for him is what I'm trying to say. Yes. You know? yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think he is off. I agree. I think he's off overseas yep, where he'll be appreciated. Yeah, go away. Oh, that's so bad, eh? <laughs> right, next game for me was the Blues versus the Tars. Yes, you this, sort of you sort of touched on it actually, didn't you? Second string Blues team. Brilliant. This is, this is a really massive one. And I, I don't mean that as, I think the Tars, you know, good on them. They played well, that close. to be fair to them. Yeah, but to have that number of changes and to still beat a decent Tars team is awesome for their culture. And I'm just saying, watch out the Crusaders because the, the Blues have got it right. They've got the culture right. You've hit, Yes, and you've hit the nail on the head there. You know, those first-team players are going to be patting those second-team players, those yeah. bench players, on the back going... Or on the bum. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Thank you, pal. Well it done, mate. It won't hurt you. Um... <laughs> But they're, they're, you're right, the culture. You know, they're going to be tapping on my back and going, you look, you've you've played a blinder there. I can just see in the changing rooms after the game, hey? those <laughs> those young fellas coming in, yeah. they're pumped. The, the the old boys, the ones that have been playing weekend, just coming in like going, yeah, yes, you know, exactly you know, right. blues mana, yes. you know, all of that. Oh, I totally agree. Wow. And then they're just going to turn it up on the weekend. Yep. The Highlanders, good luck, sunshine. Haven't got a chance. They've got they? absolutely no chance. Not now. a chance. And I thought they did, but no, they definitely don't. Um, people are talking about, sir. People are saying, how do you get fans back to support rugby teams? Just ask the Tars. Oh. Everything we've been crapping on about over all the years, they're doing, aren't they? Oh, 100%. They've moved to a smaller ground. Yep. Right? They've moved their kickoff times to yep. more appropriate times for families. Yep. And they're playing decent rugby. Yes. So that's what you need to do. Don't play in massive stadiums. No. Nope. Because who wants to go and sit in a 60,000-seater stadium with 10,000 people? To be fair, the Blues, the last home game they had, they had 20-odd thousand. Still is empty. But in a stadium that holds... Fifty to 60,000, yeah, it's empty. It's empty. So go to Mount Smart. <clears throat> yeah. Go to North Harbour Stadium. Fill it. Yeah. So then it looks good. Correct. I, I find it's really difficult though, isn't it? Because you've built these stadiums, you need to use them. But if you don't use them, then... Well, I, I actually read the other day that the well, this morning, the first test match against Ireland sold out Eden Park. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Great. But you can't, you can't, it, Eden Park can't live off two or three test matches a year. No, it, it can't, you're right. So, you know, host the final there, I don't, I just don't know. I just don't think we need. Well, if the Blues are in the final, it will be there, won't it? Yeah. Very interesting, anyway. Very interesting. Um, next one for me was Moana Pacifica Brumbies. I mean, Brumbies have fallen off a cliff. Yeah. That's why I'm not sure if they'll beat the Canes. Yeah. Good shout. I mean, they've been really poor. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, they've been really poor. And and yeah, okay, Moana Pacifica were very good. They showed how much they've improved. Their, their set piece was excellent on the weekend. Uh, they're rolling mall, out rolling mall to the Brumbies mall. 
So, big Which improvements. surprising because Brumbies are forward pack is fantastic. Or did the Brumbies, was it a second string team? No, it wasn't. It wasn't a second string team. Definitely wasn't. And that, that's the bit that kind of really surprised me yeah. was it wasn't a second string team. Mate, the last thing that caught my eye. Do you have anything else that caught your eye? No. No? Apart from me. Uh, the Rebels Highlanders. What a shocking game. Both teams were rubbish. <laughs> really rubbish. It was probably the worst game of Super Rugby I'd seen in ages. And last week, Tony Brown had a massive pop at his players. And I'm really sorry, but it's so un-Highlanders to play the way they're playing. They're not playing together as a team. No. They're, I think some players think they're better than they are. This is sort of what Tony Brown alluded Scott to. Scott Gregory? Well, actually, to be fair, Scott Gregory is the most okay? Highlanders-type player. He is, isn't he? You know, he, he puts it all on the park. Yeah. And we take the mic out of the I quite like him, really. <laughs> I do quite like him. Uh, I mean, do they have a chance of beating the Blues? I don't think so. No. But they could pull it out. I mean, they could. Anyone could. They though. could. But maybe that'll be it for them. You know, the embarrassment they've shown, the kind of, you know, the lack of effort they've put in over the last two weeks, especially. Maybe that's the bit that is going to fire them up. We we will see. Jeepers. Watch the space. Yes. Not looking good, mate. It's time for listeners' questions. Now, this one is from The Razzler Dazzler, again. Quite a long one, but we'll go through it. Okay. Listeners' questions for Toby and you, Damo. (laughs) See what I did there? I did, yeah. A possible drawback to growing the game in America is the potential impact on Super Rugby. Given a choice between living in a major American city or a Japanese city for the same amount of money equivalent where would you, as a 20 to 28-year-old rugby player, rather be? So $1 million US, what is it, 129 million yen, yeah. is on offer. Are you choosing miso soup and sushi or barbecue? Oh. <laughs> I love sushi. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, barbecue. Listen, let's park the money. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big question right there. Love me some I'm, miso. I'm having both. <laughs> half and half. Half and half. If you were 18, 28 years old, Oz New Zealand rugby player, and you were looking at 30,000K per year. No, 300,000 Sorry, 300,000K per year uh, for f- three to five year contract um, in Australia or New Zealand to play Crusaders, Blues, or triple the amount in US or yen, are you staying in a cold, shaky Christchurch, breezy Auckland, or are you taking the big money and moving to Tokyo, LA, San Diego, New Orleans, Houston? Wow, what a question, Razzler the Dazzler. Let's start from the top, eh? Do we like Razzler Dazzler? Yes, love We him. do. What a bloke. What a bloke. Would you rather... Okay... Have miso soup and sushi or barbecue? Barbecue. 100%. Sushi, I'm kind of down with sushi. I like sushi. Probably quite good for my my waistline. I'm not sure it is, you know. Well. There's a lot of calories. I'm proving you wrong. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Barbecue. Uh, And and what what about you, mate? Would you rather be Japan or would you rather be America with the family? I mean, the culture in Japan. I've been to Japan before. Yeah, okay. 
the culture in Japan is amazing. Yeah. But then you can almost say the culture in America is amazing too, depending on where you are. I think LA, for me, San Diego. Yeah. But the, the thing for me, right, Chicago, that, that, that I, I would love to go to Japan to visit, right? Yes. To, to be a tourist. Okay. Okay. But to play rugby. I would love to go to America if if it got if their competition was good. Yes. Because just think about all the places you go to yes. when you're playing. Very true. So one week you'll be in New Orleans, next minute be in Houston, San Diego, we're talking about LA. You know, it's just fantastic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So I'm going to say I would 100% take the money, hop on the plane, but the but the rugby would need to be good. The rugby would need to be and, beneficial and, to me. And this is the reason why people aren't going but yes if the game is growing in america and that's and then their competition their professional competition gets better which it will it's early days isn't it it's it is. early days so what about you i'm though, taking sir? the money mate i'm taking the money and going <laughs> bang see you soon i'll go to la okay and i'll be playing me rugby there don't care if it's good or bad ladies everywhere men everywhere too <laughs> Equal opportunities. It would, a million, million dollars a year as well. A million squids a year. That's not bad. Wow. Not bad. The type of money I'd just dream of. Yes. But, you know, there's a lot to be said, isn't there? If the Super Rugby competition is still amazing and you're playing for your boyhood team, you know, you're getting top quality coaching, you're yep. playing with the world's best players, it's uh, still a pretty um, nice thing to think of. And, and, and the issue is if... If that American or, or Japanese competition improves, 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 then it becomes a much tougher decision. Yes. But if longevity, if I'm 20, 28, yep. I know I can play for the Crusaders, make the All Blacks, and then I can earn a lot more money for a lot longer overseas. Yeah. Playing the long game, Razzle Dazzle. Like it. I like mate, it. Right, mate. My, my question no, to you. No, my question no, to you No, my question to you. You oh. know my question because you've read it but you've got to answer it, okay? Would you rather play 50 games for England and win the World Cup or play 10 games for the ABs and have to retire early due to an injury? Now, the reason I put that in there is because that kind of means you were a good All Black, right? You were a good All Black because you had to retire from an injury. So you're not you're not a you're not a, like a rubbish, you know, just play one game be on the bench for 10 you know you're a good player but you yep. gotta retire what would you rather oh I think I'd rather play 50 games for England oh I'm surprised you've said that eh was winning the World Cup the big thing yeah yeah I think I'd go the All Blacks yeah I think I'd go the All Blacks but uh, what are you gonna do you got a, co- a coaching role yeah I'm gonna yeah, do brilliant. podcasts for the rest of my life right? <laughs> <laughs> cheers Justin Marshall <laughs> Mate, your question to yes, me. No. Now, you, did, you, did, you did ask me an unofficial one before the show, which I was did. very funny, but not appropriate <laughs> no. for this podcast. So, would you rather be a superstar of rugby in New Zealand, so the pin-up boy? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not hard for me to imagine. But not win a World Cup? Oh, yeah. Or, would you rather... Win three World Cups oh. with England, oh! <laughs> but be one of those players that were. How on earth did he make the team? Nah, definitely pin up, 
pin up New Zealand and three World Cups. No, I, t- I tell you why. So you, you, I tell okay, you why. Okay. Right. Okay. So and did you like how I didn't actually? So I've I've now I've put the question in. <laughs> so I wouldn't know. Yes. I, for me, the big thing here is that um, I was reading some stuff the other day, and I think it was about. Um, a New Zealand player, right? And they were they were saying that, um, oh yeah, World Cup winner. And I was like, what? World Cup? I didn't even realize he played for the All Blacks. Do you know what I mean? And and I, and for me, Who it was, was that? Oh, I couldn't, I can't remember. Right, can't remember. But I was like, World Cup winner? He, he obviously didn't play much. He didn't start type thing. So my thing is, I would just rather be the best player, whether or not I won the World Cups yeah. so on the back of someone else's work i think to be the best player because of your hard work i i'm not the pin-up thing that doesn't really uh, interest me i know it interests you a lot more but um, <laughs> um no but that's the question you had you have to yeah no but my point is i'd just rather be the best player in new zealand and yeah and just be good at my craft rather than for me it's not about what you win it's about what you win on the inside that counts there you go, mate. It's time you're going to sh- listen. You've promised to finish off the show with an absolute bang oh, today. Well, I didn't say a bang, but I've got some questions for you, bud. Now, <laughs> cheers, champ. Now, my questions to you, Damo. Okay, they are about the upcoming Ireland New Zealand mm. test matches. I sound like a cow just then, but anyway, go on. Question number one. Oh, how many questions? Three. Right, I'll get my uh, correct yes. and just yep. make just sure, make sure they're working. Yeah, we don't, don't need to worry, worry about, about the wrong one. <laughs> We're so predictable. In the world rugby standings, where are Ireland and New Zealand currently? New Zealand's second. Well, you're wrong. Are they third? Yep. Sorry, I got that right. <laughs> Ireland must be second then. Yeah, Ireland's a second. Well, you're wrong. Oh, God. South Africa first. Yeah. France second. Oh, damn New it. Zealand third. Ireland fourth. Now, just. France, why did I not Why did I not see that? Just listen to these numbers. Ireland are in fourth, 88.22. New Zealand, 88.75. Ooh. France, 88, 88. <laughs> wow. And what about Savia? 90.6. So only two points ahead. They haven't really played any games either, have no, they? So. And that's why they're on top. Okay. That's really bad for me. I do apologise yeah. to everyone out there that yeah. thought I was an intelligent rugby officiato. How many times have New Zealand lost to Ireland? Uh, twice. You're wrong. What, three times? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, three man. times they won it. They lost it once in... They've lost twice since um, America. Yes, you sure? Yes, because they lo- they've now they lost um, once in America, yeah. and then once in um, yeah. Ireland, Ireland straight away, straight after pretty much. Uh, and then they lost to um, them recently last yeah, yeah. last year one I, draw. I thought it's twice. Well, you got it wrong. Well, I'm going to look that up. All right, move on. I've had a shocker so far. Yes, you have. Yep. Um, points difference between the two teams. Now, New Zealand are in the positive. Okay, yeah. Points different. 
but is it over or under 500 points? How many games have they played? 33 played. Jeez, that's tough, isn't it? 33 played. Yep. And obviously they've won 30 of those. The three they've games won 29 because have... there's been draw. a draw. 530. They'd need to be winning significantly, wouldn't they? Every game, 20 points, 20 points. It's probably, you know, not far off, eh? I think it's pretty close. I'm, I'm going to say it's it's over. Okay, you are correct. What is it, though? 519. Well, it just shows, actually, that is dominance, isn't it? That is real dominance. Someone was talking to me the other day about New Zealand and, oh, they're always going to be good at rugby. I'm worried. Uh, no. They could they could lose all three. No, I think they're, they, playing, no, I think they're no. playing three, aren't they? They're test playing series? three test series, yeah. Against Ireland. Yeah. Oh, now, God. the win percentage, okay, that Ireland have over New Zealand is 9%. Okay. So, I know that you're worried. So, if there's a three-test match series, if they win one, I will be surprised. <laughs> oh, God. I know. It's I know. really not good, eh? No. No. I think you're right. At home... At home, hopefully we're a different beast. Yep. I hope. At Eden Park. Fingers crossed. Now, it was quite interesting, actually. I mean, this isn't, you know, these aren't any questions or anything like that. But I was looking at, like, New Zealand stadiums, main New Zealand stadiums. Yeah. Okay. And I'm looking at win percentages. Okay. So, Athletic Park the original sort of Wellington Stadium, wasn't it? Yeah. Last played um, 1999. Our win percentage there was 69%. Now you're looking at AMI Stadium, which is non-existent anymore. Yes. Destroyed by the earthquakes. I think it was a very good win percentage there, I would have thought. 81%. Yeah. Sky Stadium. The Caketon. Which is the Caketon, 83%. Wow. Okay. Eden Park is like got to be ninety odd percent. Eden Park and Car- so Carisbrook, non-existent anymore. Yeah, eighty four percent. Eden Park eighty four percent. Wow. So the last time we lost at Eden Park, ninety four. That's not including British. No, we drew there, we didn't drew. we? So oh, we haven't lost, lost since ninety four. Wow. So we yeah, eighty five tests. Now. We're looking at other main stadiums. Do we know where they're playing? So I'm guessing they're playing Auckland, Wellington, Forsyth Bar? Well, yeah, I don't know. Forsyth Bar. Haven't lost there. Wow. Mm. That's pretty impressive. Yep. Wow. Got to keep that one going, yes. don't we? So, you know, we haven't lost Trafalgar Park and Nelson, Taranaki, <laughs> Rugby Park. We have never <laughs> lost at the Buller Oval. Never. <laughs> Because we've never bloody played there. <laughs> but yeah, I just found that interesting. I was surprised with the Forsyth Bar one. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. That indoor element yeah. with the roof on must yeah. be something else, eh? Wow. Yeah. Love to go there and watch a game. Yes, I would. Would love to go there and watch a game. <sighs> Mate, how can people support us? What can they do? They can like, they can subscribe, they can <sighs> share. <laughs> 
Yeah, five star review. Yeah, Patreon. Pa- Patreon. If you want to go Patreon, there's a little link below. Is, he, is anyone in? Not yet. Oh, not the yet. Sir. The <laughs> <laughs> not yet, yeah. sir. People, yeah. you know, people are busy. People are busy. Now, can I just? I'm. I'm I've got stats here. Oh my! I've got goodness. stats here. Now. I thought I'd, this, this show always goes on too long, Toby. Oh, come the on, last, come on. It's because we're on holiday, mate. The last three <laughs> coaches... Even, hang on. He's even put his leg up. <laughs> you know, this is he's settling in. The last three <laughs> coaches, Graham Henry, yeah. win percentage, okay, 85. Yeah. Steve Hansen, higher, 87. 80, well, yeah, 86.9, so 87. Oh, yeah, round up, big fella. In Fozzie. Fozzie, well, Fozzie, rubbish, Fozzie. mate. 50 50. <laughs> Fozzie, no, Fozzie, Fozzie. Played 21. Played 21. We would have lost six of those, I would I would imagine. We lost five, drew one, so 71%. It's not bad, is it? But it's not great. It is. It's one of the worst. Right. Well, well that, he, is one one of the, the worst. he is one of the worst, isn't he? To be honest. He is one of the worst. Yeah, one of the worst. Fuzzy, 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 fuzzy. Mate, right, mate. You're done. <laughs> yeah, I'm done now. <laughs> done now. What What a way to end. What? Slag yeah. off, Fuzzy, one more time. <laughs> <laughs> For everyone, because I think Razzle Dazzle, I've mentioned this in his email, he's, he's, he's yeah. loving it. Yes. He's loving it. Well, he would have loved the show. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, mate, it's always a pleasure doing the show with you. Until next week. See you later. Network.